everybody. Welcome to our podcast. I'm Chelsea. I'm Alicia. And this is Camp Final Girls. everyone hello everyone welcome welcome back to our podcast yes thank you for joining us it's my turn yes it is (laughs) and i'm actually pretty excited about this subject that i decided to cover today it's all i mean it's kind of true crime-ish i guess can you hear charlie no okay good (laughs) because she's barking really loud um uh but it's also something there where I was watching um Final Destination remember I was telling you and then I was trying to do my notes on this subject and it was kind of freaking me out so I had to stop yeah <laughs> and I started them again and I finished them so here we are <laughs> but uh what's been going on with you oh gosh what hasn't been my life has been upside down I guess the past couple of weeks I'm dealing with some crazy stuff in my life and it's been stressing me out, but I'm trying to just give it to God and ask everybody to pray for me because this is not an easy situation that I've uh, dealt with. So yeah, I guess it'll be, you know, a crazy couple of weeks, just maybe even longer, depending on whatever happens, you know, uh, like the last three years. <laughs> yeah. But they're coming to an end. So, you know. I know, and I'm getting ready to move again. So that's what. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited because the new place doesn't have any carpet. My animals have ruined my carpet. Yeah. I I wish I could get a place that had no carpet. I hate it. My cats just, like, if they want to come into my room or any room they will destroy the carpet in front of it because they want to come in here they're so determined i know that's my cat too and then my cat will tear it up and then my dog will eat it after so oh my god i swear you love your animals but sometimes you just want to like strangle them you're just like seriously why are you doing this like i think a couple days ago um Lucas left his cup on the dresser and in the middle of the night one of the cats decided to just knock it down so I was like great there's soda all over the floor thanks cat (laughs) oh yeah my cat knocked over a plate that my daughter had in my room that she was eating pancakes on that had syrup and my cat knocked (laughs) it over And then my dog was eating the syrup, but now there's just syrup all on my carpet in front of my TV, and I meant to clean it this weekend, but just too much stuff is going on. Just yeah. too much. But every time I walk on it, it's all sticky and it's horrible. So <laughs> You're like, great, I need to clean this. <laughs> I have and then you forget. <laughs> until I step on it again. I know, exactly. And it's horrible again. Yeah. Life gets crazy when you become an adult. Okay, yeah, so you're ready to get into this week's subject yes i am i'm very intrigued so i am going to talk about um amusement park accidents oh okay so you know some 
horrible yeah. things. Are going I bet on. one of them is something that I've heard of, which is kind of crazy. Probably we'll see. Cause yeah. I mean, how could you, that's the thing about amusement park accidents too, is that they're so rare that when they do happen, it's like it's all over. Them. Yeah. Cause they're so rare to happen. So, yeah. <clears throat> all right. So as of November to 2022, according <laughs> to far and wide uh, website, there are at least 30,000 amusement park accidents each year. Holy crap, that's scary. I know, it's a lot. Oh my god, now that, yeah. Um, Fatal accidents are rare though, like I said. The chance of you being injured in an amusement park accident is 1 in 16 million. Versus being struck by lightning, it's like 1 in 700,000 or something like that. Oh wow. So you're more likely to get struck by lightning than uh, get hurt at an amusement park, but it's still scary because like... You were just at one the other day. I know. <laughs> yeah, we went to Universal and that was fun. Yeah, Universal is always fun. Yeah. But I always think about like, you know, the carnival, you know, because they're always moving them. So they have to put them together and take them apart wherever they go. So that those ones scare me more. Yeah. Because. Yeah, but did you know that there are um, agencies out there that are sent around to check carnival moving like attractions like that but not for sedentary ones like disney world and universal studios really there's no law like regulating them so they just regulate themselves mm. I thought that was interesting good. also before you get into that did you hear about the accident that happened to the stunt person at universal at the water world no I don't know exactly what happened. I just uh, read about it and they didn't say in the article when I was reading it what happened, but mm -hmm. it was during one of the stunts. They got hurt. Like recently? Yeah. Like last week or something. Oh, no, I had not heard about that one. Yeah, I didn't. It didn't say what happened because it had just come out, like whatever happened. But yeah, I don't know. Um. But I mean, they do some crazy stuff. Dangerous act. I mean, people get caught on fire. They're jumping from high, like heights into water, like, and who knows what's like in the water? Like, they could hit something. I know like, that's and scary. Then, it blew my mind that you had never seen it. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> I know. I think the the last time I went, like a long time ago, I wanted to see it, but we never got to see it. It's like one of my favorite things to do. Well, I'm there, but, like, the story has never changed. It's always been the same. That's like, cool, though. Thing. And it, it was fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why okay. next time you got to see the one with the animals. It'll make yes. Cry. Yeah. Well, I, ha I have seen it, but I want <laughs> the kids to see it. It makes me cry. Does it really? Look at that little cat walking on that street. <laughs> oh, so, so amazed by it. Okay. So I have, let me see. One, two, three. I think there's four. Yes, four or five total that I'm going to talk about today, which this could also be a series if I wanted it to, because mm -hmm. I barely like scratched the surface with this. Um, So the first case that I'm going to tell you about actually occurred last year. It's one of the most recent cases, I mm -hmm. guess, besides the one you were just talking about, which I guess is a little bit different. 
Yeah. And this is more like amusement park rides, I guess. Yeah. So on March 24th, 2022, 14-year-old Tyree Sampson went to Icon Park in Orlando, Florida with family and friends, which a lot of these parks actually I've never heard of. So it was very interesting learning about new parks out there. I think I remember this, hearing this one. Maybe because it happened just last year. Mm -hmm. I didn't hear about it, though. I think I remember hearing this. Go ahead. So the accident occurred when they went um, on the Orlando Free Fall, which is a drop tower Mm -hmm. ride, Um, which if you don't know what that is, it's basically like a tower where you go up and then they drop you. Sometimes they'll like pop you around a little bit, but usually it's just one drop. And it goes like down, right? No, it just goes straight up and down. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of the one that was, uh, I don't know if it's at Six Flags or Knott's Berry Farm, but it was like the first roller, not even roller coaster, but I guess scary ride that I ever went on. And that's why I didn't like it. Cause I didn't like the feeling of it, like my stomach going <laughs> into my throat. Yeah. That, no, it's literally like one of those, you know, that goes straight, kind of like the Tower of Terror or the Guardian. Oh, oh okay. Scenario, but it's actually yeah. just a pole that you go up and down, you know? Uh-huh. Kind of, but not really. Okay. <laughs> same sensation i guess yeah um so this is one of the world's largest free-falling tower ride so it's like Mm -hmm. really really tall um it's about 400 feet tall and when you're falling you can reach up to 75 miles per hour which is really fast oh wow like all your guts just going up in your body oh my god 75 miles an hour so some kind of malfunction caused the safety harness to fail while Tyree was on the ride. Um, he basically reached the top and then it dropped and he fell out and he just fell to his death. Um, according to the autopsy report, Tyree died due to blunt force trauma. The fall caused multiple fractures, lacerations, and hemorrhaging to his head, neck, and extremities. His manner of death was ruled an accident. But upon further investigation, the user user manual for the ride stated that the maximum weight limit was 287 pounds. Tyree was over six feet tall. And remember, he's only 14. Yeah. So he's over six feet tall and he weighed about 383 pounds. So he was a whole like 100 pounds over Over. the limit. Oh, wow. Like... So he didn't fit, obviously, and it didn't shut all the way because he didn't fit. So at first they thought that was the answer to what caused the accident. Mm -hmm. Um, But then in April, Quest Engineering and Failure Analysis Inc. was hired by state officials to further investigate his death. They found that two seats had been manually adjusted before the incident uh, incident only days prior. And of course, one of the seats was one of the ones that he was sitting in. So what does that mean? So the adjustment allowed allowed for a larger gap between the seat and the harness than mm-hmm. usual. So normally, you know, on rides they have safety safety sensors, and it won't even like let you operate the ride until all of uh, the sensors are like oh uh-huh. good or whatever. So somebody manually adjusted it so that so they like overrided it basically. But they so that way it wouldn't like sensor alert wouldn't... them. No, just so that it could close like wider than normal mm-hmm. so like for i guess maybe four bigger guests that they didn't want to deny coming on the ride mm-hmm. um the cause of the 
subject accident was that Tyree Sampson was not pop- prop- uh, properly secured in the seat, primarily due to misadjustment of the harness proximity sensor, um, the forensic engineering film firm's report said. <clears throat> so, I mean, I think it's a little bit of both. Like, mm-hmm. he, not only was he 100 pounds over the weight limit, but like, somebody just happened to adjust that seat to make it set. It didn't have to close. The harness didn't have to close all the way before yeah. they would let them turn the ride on. Mm-hmm. Um, Nikita Dodd and Yarnell Sampson are his parents, um, and they both got separate lawyers, but they filed a wrongful death lawsuit together, basically, for this. And I don't think it's been, the court's been done yet, because mm-hmm. it hasn't even been a year, so yeah. it takes a while for that mm-hmm. stuff. Okay. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. It's so sad. Like he's only 14. He's so big. Mm-hmm. Like, but he's such he's a kid. Like imagine though you're just going on a amusement park ride that's always already scary as, as it is. Like it takes you up really high and then it drops you. And then like you expect this harness to save you and then it just doesn't. And yeah. you just like fall to your death. Be horrible. Yeah, that- the kids are starting to like more like scary rides. Um, and my daughter wants to go to Six Flags. I don't like those kind of rides. So I told her I'll never take her there. I wouldn't even go on any of them. Like <laughs> the kitty rides, maybe, but I said Six that's Flags your... is like a roller coaster type place. Yeah. So yeah. that's something her dad can take her to, but she wants to. Like when she went on that roller coaster with you over there. Oh, yeah she had a lot of fun and that's when she started to like them more yeah uh, so now I'm just like I don't know it freaks me out because of those <laughs> you know especially yeah. the ones that are so old like Colossus or like I don't know if that's open I remember them talking about closing it but just ones that are older that aren't that just have a bar and don't have that full harness like yeah those ones scare me because I feel <laughs> like I can fly up exactly you can at any second yeah. <laughs> and then just fall to your death yeah that'd be because okay. it's always like super high off the ground too mm-hmm. it's always so scary because i always picture like the ride failing and then what if you had to use that rickety like little walkway that's right next to it mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like that would be so scary yeah it would be horrible every yeah. time i say that that's what i picture i'm like imagine walking on that That'd be horrible. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So the second case happened in the summer of 2010. This one's actually really horrible. This one, um, the way it happened. So a 12-year-old girl named Tegan Marty saw the ad for terminal velocity, which is crazy because terminal means like it's going to kill you. <laughs> That's literally what it's called. Yeah. Terminal velocity ride at extreme world in wisconsin in the wisconsin dales which is like in madison wisconsin Mm -hmm. um she convinced her family after seeing the ad that to go take her to ride it and they were all excited to drive up from florida to let her experience the ride when they got to the park and stood in line for terminal velocity tegan's mom julie recognized the ride operator as the man on the ad who said how safe the ride was um basically i don't even know if it's considered a ride it's i don't know but it's basically like this ride takes you up to the um 100 feet up while you're like attached to a rope and a harness and then when you're up at the top they like unclip you and let you just fall 
free fall below like nothing attached to you oh and my you, god <laughs> yeah which what the fuck sounds crazy Holy um crap. but there's basically a net below that you fall into mm-hmm. um and you fall so fast that you could reach up to 52 miles per hour so tegan was taken up as both of her parents watched below and i even saw this thing because there are quite a few like news articles that i read about it I saw this thing that said her dad was recording like a video. I don't know if that's true because I'm like, what happens is pretty crazy. Um, So <clears throat> when she was dropped, like literally they just, um, the guy on the top gave like the okay safety sign to the guy below. um, And he just said, yeah. And so she fell and plummeted to the ground and the net had not been put back up. So she literally just fell right in front of everybody um immediately her mother ran to her side and this is a quote from her she said i saw her fall i ran to her she was bleeding out of her ears and mouth and nose julie marty said friday at the news conference inside the hospital where her daughter was flown from the accident site her eyes were rolling back into her head and her lips were turning purple and i couldn't feel a pulse i said tegan it's mommy stay with me so what's really crazy is that um like imagine first of all watching this like your kid just like wants to do this thrill-seeking thing so bad and I would already be terrified as a mom as it was I would have said no yeah I mean she was only 12 like she was not only that like I would say something like that no yeah you have to I feel like you'd have to be 18 and then you could decide for yourself exactly because they would they would be able to anyway but before then no that kind of thing there's no point there's no what reason there's no No. point and it's like i understand nobody else like got hurt before but that's because like but it's still human error like that still that still doesn't matter the fact that there there's no safety other than a net right they unclip your harness That's yeah just no weird. no weird. like uh, yeah you would feel like they would have to have a backup in case the net failed because what if it did or like in this case they literally just forgot to. okay think about it haven't you seen nets like go down with the person uh-huh. they should always have like something a harness for- or something that'll stop them right before they hit the ground or something. Yeah, like either yeah. that or like one of those pad things that, if anything, at least they're falling on that. I mean, it still Instead wouldn't just be good. Concrete. Yeah, yeah. At least, I mean, they would still be injured, obviously, because that hard of a fall on anything, they're still going to be injured. But still, yeah. I feel like if they had something there to protect it, that then she could have possibly survived. Yeah, you know, instead well, of just hitting the concrete. Just wait, because the story's not over yeah so the ride operator's name was uh chris carnell he was only 33 years old and he was supposed to release the safety net after her fall but he didn't uh tegan survived and was placed on a ventilator system she suffered swelling in her brain multiple uh severe fractures of her spine and pelvis and lacerations to her liver spleen and intestines they said that they're like, well, yeah, she survived, but she's probably going to be paralyzed because she fractured her spine in several places. Mm-hmm. Um, Charles was charged Wednesday with the count of first degree reckless injury, a felony punishable by up to 25 years in prison and $100,000 in fines. Holy shit. 
which like crazy I get it he should get in trouble but it's also crazy that like just your negligence of not putting the net Mm -hmm. back up like could have ruined your life too yeah um Carnell told investigators that he blinked out and he never saw the all clear signal um before releasing Tegan so he had no clue he said that it happened he's just like I don't even know. I blacked out, which is like, what do you mean you blacked out while you're doing something terrifying? I with... feel like he knew, but he didn't want to admit. Yeah, that he made a mistake. Just like, yeah, like distracted by something, or mm-hmm. maybe he was like hungover or on something. I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. weird to say that he like blanked out when it happened. When you're an operator of a ride, yeah. like, you know. When you need to be paying the most attention. Yeah. That's sad. But what, what else happened? Uh, like- so Tegan, well, they thought that she wouldn't make it through the night, but she did. And she stayed at, uh, she went home a couple of days later. And then two years later, she actually started walking again. So she didn't even, like, she, not only did she survive the fall, but despite Did she have she, brain damage? She had, like, her mom said that she was fully like cognate and she could do most things in life but she did need a lot of help and she had like a support animal and like lived with her mom and stuff like that but she was like it's better than us losing her when did that happen uh 2010 and she's still alive now uh-huh. yes That's yeah because the last news thing that i saw about her i think was like in november or something like that of last mm-hmm. year oh okay that's crazy that she survived that fall. Like, how random. I know, and, like, I would be scared to go back to an amusement park ever. Mm-hmm. That would be terrifying. Okay, yeah. so this next one, I know for sure you're gonna, you're not gonna know the story, but you're gonna know the ride, because I'm pretty sure you've been on it. I don't know. You're you're a chicken. So <laughs> I am a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. So this takes place, Um, this is actually the first death ever recorded at Disneyland. Mm. So let me tell you about it. I don't know. Have you ever heard of it? Because I, I didn't ever hear about it. And I'm like, that's interesting that I never heard about the first fatal accident so. that happened at Disney. It's kind of interesting. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, well, let me tell you. Depends so, on what year. <laughs> oh, 1964. Then no. <laughs> Disneyland opened a long time ago. I don't know if you know. So, the first death that occurred at Disneyland happened on the Matterhorn, and it happened in May of 1964, five years after the Matterhorn had opened. So, Mm -hmm. they hadn't had any, like, major injuries or deaths or anything on this ride until this incident, five years after it was running. I don't know if I ever... If I did ride that ride, it probably was, like, a long time ago, because I'm a scaredy cat, so... Well, you know what's so crazy is the last time that I went to Disneyland with my uh, seven-year-old, she went on it. <laughs> and I'm like, now reading these, these deaths, I'm just like, oh, hmm. I don't know. But because it's not that scary. I mean, it goes up the mountain really fast, and then you see mm-hmm. the Yeti, and then you go back down. Like, that's what it is. And it's not, Is it really fast down? It's really fast, but it's not like it doesn't do any loops or anything. It's just like, yeah, you just have like a bar. Mm. going up the mountain and then it comes back down oh okay yes so on this um night close to midnight 
15-year-old Mark Maples was there with his two friends visiting from Long Beach, California. Um, what happened on the ride was a little murky, as no one really saw the whole events transpire. Maples was sitting in the middle seat on the ride, and it was dark in the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, one of his friends said that they were going down the mountain, and he felt Maples bump into him. And he's kind of like, because they're all, you know, in their own seats. So he's kind of like, what the heck is happening? But he was like, I don't know, that ride is like really jerky and bumpy as it is. So like mm-hmm. getting bumped by my friend, I was kind of confused. Um, he said, I was looking up, heard a noise, looked down and recognized Mark's sweater as he was falling out of the side. Um, the other boy added, so yeah, that's what the other boy said. So his one friend said, I don't know, I felt him hit me. And then the other guy said, I literally saw him like pass me, but I didn't like, it was like a flash, like a quick mm-hmm. flash. So um, Disney officials speculated, which this is pretty fucked up, but. They speculated that Maples unbuckled his seatbelt and stood up on the ride, um, apparently striking his head on the side of the concrete mountain and falling vertically about one foot landing beside the tracks of the sled. They estimated the bobsled was going about 20 miles per hour at the time of the accident. So Disney's trying to be like, oh, he was probably goofing around, unbuckled himself and tried to stand up. But they don't know. Exactly. They're just assuming Mm -hmm. that it was his fault. Um, Maples' father said that at first the park officials refused to believe that this was purely an accident where his son fell out and wasn't trying to play a joke on the ride. It wasn't until new witnesses, which were the two girls that were in the slides like behind them, came mm-hmm. forward and they said that they saw him fall out just like randomly. So when is it because it was like bumpy or? Yeah, that ride's very like you're like going like jerking and bumping really oh, hard. okay yeah for sure so when the paramedics arrived mark was unconscious he remained that way and never woke up again um where he was rushed to a hospital and four days later he died wow that's so sad okay same 10 more okay <clears throat> um the Anaheim police and Orange County coroner's office did an official investigation of the ride, taking it slowly up and down the tracks to try to figure out what happened. The department said that they kept getting calls that it was a hazing act and the teen was um, wanting to be in the news as basically like a daredevil. Like while they're doing investigations, like people just keep calling them, telling them this. I'm like, I oh that God. sounds like a conspiracy to me. It sounds like disney yeah. was like hey tell they didn't want to feel their... like they were at fault yeah they were probably telling their workers like hey just keep calling and say that you heard that that teen was like acting like uh mm-hmm. like reckless brave and reckless on the ride yeah mm-hmm. which is so cool um but there was no support uh evidence supporting the hazing theme and eventually they ruled the incident purely accidental um maples left behind his parents jack and labella and uh, brothers Christopher 17 Anthony 13 and his death was, was the first fatality reported in Disneyland wow that's insane so let's see I only have one more and it's probably the craziest of them all because of how many witnesses there were okay so in 1984 20 yeah. years after the first fatal accident that happened on the Matterhorn another occurred on the matter one <laughs> yeah oh no 
oh if you've never been maybe you should never go so yeah. but this was back in 1984 i don't know if there's been more because i stopped after i mean that's when i was born so that's probably bad luck on itself <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true could have been you as a baby okay mm-hmm. 48-year-old Dolly Regina Young from Fremont went to the park with five friends from Arizona. At 3.30 p.m., Dolly and her friends loaded into the Matterhorn bobsled. She sat alone at the very back. During this time, the Skyway gondola ride, remember when they used to have those, like, things that looked like balloons that were kind of like a tramway that went through the park? Like, have you ever seen pictures of that? Mm-mm. They... They obviously don't have them anymore, but they used to have like gondolas that would go across the park and you could ride them and they looked like balloons. So um, during this time of this accident, the, that ride actually went through the Matterhorn. So like, really, there was a hole in the side of the mountain and the balloons would like go through. Oh, wow. Which was crazy. Because of what happened. So mm-hmm. um, at the time a family fr- of three from Idaho, a father and his teen daughters were in the gondola going through the mountain. They were going through when Dolly's bobsled was headed back down the mountain. 19-year-old Helen from the gondola saw and yelled that someone fell out of a car. Like she saw it. She's like, dad, oh my gosh, that lady fell out of that car. So um, she said, according to her eyewitness testimony, that she saw her bouncing on the tracks when she fell out. And then she says, I think I saw her trying to get back up, but only 33 seconds after she fell out of the sled, the next car came up the track. Don, the father in the gondola, saw it coming and told his girls to look away. Holy crap. I know. A lot of witnesses to this one. There was a family from British Columbia that were in the sleds coming up behind her. And they said that at first, when they saw the body on the tracks, they thought it was just like a prop or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sled hit her in the head and the torso, killing her instantly and trapping her under the sled. Oh, my God. Uh, so imagine like not only being her, obviously freaking horrible, but then also being that family in the sleds that like ran her over and then it just gets stuck mm-hmm. like on top of her, you know? Oh, horrible. my God. So the ride stopped, sensing the sled off the tracks. That and the screaming alerted a worker to run up the mountain, and he saw the horrible scene. When he was running back down to go get help, he stopped two other workers that were headed up and told them not to go up there and look, because he said it was just horrible. Um, After she was taken away, an investigation went underway by the Anaheim Police Department. They decided that it was an accident where the seatbelt somehow came undone and she fell out. The day after the fatal accident, the Matterhorn was running again as usual. So what? What the heck? I don't think I could ever, like, knowing that that happened, I wouldn't even go on it. Like, the next day? That's, That's insane. Uh, Disneyland officials said the ride had been checked for malfun- malfunctions and with done found it was safe to operate so why not right my god (laughs) the bobsled that young fell out of number 10 was put back into service too although the one that struck her was sidelined for more testing so they even put the one that she was in back into operation like horrible 
They should have taken them both out and stopped it completely for like a couple weeks to make sure. Yeah, and to like also just investigate it further because like if there's no explanation as to what happened, she just fell out like and you're going to just let people write it the next day and you couldn't figure out what was wrong. Like, that's mm-hmm. just weird. yeah, that's really scary. That's why you always see rides like make sure that, you know, they push on it or they check well, it. Well, and that's the thing about Disney is by like their protocol the the ride operators are supposed to check each guest twice to make sure that they're mm-hmm. vaccinated properly plus there are some rides that have like a like a little like cord that they tell you you need to pull yeah. on it so they have you pull on it so, like, to make I sure it's secure yeah. and then but... like, yeah you pull on it to make sure it doesn't come out of the buckle or whatever mm-hmm so in February of 1984, her husband filed a lawsuit. His lawyer claimed that the two young, I don't know where this comes from, just by the way. His lawyer was trying to like say this crazy story that the two young workers were distracted by pretty girls in line. But Disney decide, denied this. Um, eventually, they agreed on a settlement um, and the amount that they agreed to was never disclosed. So mm-hmm. this guy and his lawyer settled with disney i wonder how much they got i don't know but it was back then so (laughs) (laughs) yeah but um what is it called inflation or whatever okay Mm -hmm. i don't know okay so after young's death the seatbelts of the matterhorn were changed before um 1985 belts were um slipped through a buckle which closed down on top with the friction fastener you know those ones where it like clips in or whatever Mm -hmm. um those were replaced with the kind that you use in cars a lap belt that buckles into a socket yeah okay yeah disneyland official told uh, officials told the times this change had nothing to do with the accident um they just said that their old supplier had gone out of business and so they switched providers yeah right these were the types of belts (laughs) that they used on the ride today um, there has not been another fatal accident on the Matterhorn since the death of the Dolly Young. So that's good. That is good. Because <laughs> that's scary. But, yeah, you would think that they would make some changes, like, especially after the first death. Well, they did seatbelts. Yeah, but... <laughs> not even. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. That's That's a tough thing, because... You know, that's why rides scare me because it's like you're like almost like it's all that adrenaline, but it's like you're putting your life on the line almost. Yeah, that's what the thrill is about because sometimes I don't like that. I don't like that feeling. (laughs) That's why, like, when the kids wanted me to go on the mummy, I said, Nope, (laughs) nope, don't ask me. And Lily goes, I want you to go. Scary. No, but it's fast and you can't see. So it's like worse. Like it goes fast forward and fast backwards. And I don't like that. As fast as I remember. Like when I wrote it, like the initial takeoff, you're like, (gasps) because you like lose your breath, but that's not it. Yeah. No. (laughs) But since, uh, that's That's all folks. (laughs) I know. I think we only have one minute left. (laughs) Well then do we say bye? Yeah. I hope you enjoyed it. Well, thanks everybody for listening and we appreciate your support. And if you have any ideas for us, um, we would love, you know, to uh, for you to tell us. Um, 
and we enjoy the doing this every week yes goodbye folks we hope you have a good night goodbye good night and go to all kinds of amusement parks don't be scared yes (laughs) one in 16 million chance so you'll be fine yeah (laughs) okay bye guys bye everyone